Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. First, we'll talk through our top five of the week, and then in part two, we answer your questions and discuss a particular topic gathered from the At Home With Facebook page. And this week, we're going to be doing a Q&A, just like back to how it was when we were doing Instagram Lives. Like this, it doesn't have to be like a serious topic every week. Like, it's going to be a bit more chilled and fun. I keep calling it an FAQ, <laughs> uh, which is wrong, because we are not frequently asked what uh, our favourite flavour of crisps are. No, we're not. <laughs> but we'll get to that. That's part two. <laughs> exactly. It's just going to be a very chilled Q&A. But how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I was just saying to Lily, I think Lily looks so nice today. She's all dressed up. I'm literally in my pyjamas. It's 10 past 10. What am I doing? I'm not just, I'm in dungarees with zero makeup on and my hair's not done. But thank you. But no, I've just rolled out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) You have not. No, you did not wear those dungarees to bed. I do love those dungarees though. A Lucy and Yak. I love them. Lucy and Yak. I actually got these when I just had grey and I was like, oh, what even is my body? Um, I got them in a large and they're just very comfortable cotton dungarees. Oh, they do look <laughs> very, very comfortable. Um, do you want to talk me through your peak of the week? What you've been up to, what you've been loving? My peak of the week, I mean, you would not be able to tell right now the state that I'm in, <laughs> but I got my hair done. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God, I was so excited. Finally. Can we... you turn around? Can I have a look at your bun? No, I mean, you literally can't see anything. Oh, but look at that I mean, colour though. Take it oh, Lily. You can kind of see. You can kind of see. It you go to hairdressers so nice. now. Um, have you managed to get an appointment? I have and I can't I can't talk about it. I'm just there's hair coming out of every crevice. The, <laughs> my hair is almost down to my ass. My eyebrows are almost down to my ass. No, I have not. But I saw your Instagram and I was like, did you do a slow-mo hair shake? Yeah, I did a slow-mo oh, hair shake. Right. I mean, I I've never done that before. The hairdresser <laughs> wants me to do it. Um, but I was into it. She just sorted out my colour, gave me a bit of a cut. I feel so refreshed. Like it's the little things in life. It doesn't seem very important to get your hair done, but it just makes you feel really good. And it's been fun to see everyone else on Instagram like getting their hair done this week. Um, and yeah, I'm just very happy about it. The before and afters. Yeah. The before and afters have been brilliant. They really just have. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, especially hair. if anyone's got kind of like a blonde <laughs> situation that needs redoing, it's like, ah. I mean, it's brilliant, yeah. Yeah. Um, What about you? What's been your peak of the week? I went on a family walk yesterday and it was really nice. The weather was cracking. I went to somewhere called Devil's Dyke, uh, which is on the South Downs, um, kind of quite close to where my family live. We always like laugh. We're like, we've lived, my my parents have lived in the same area like my whole entire life. And there's all of these paths that like lead up onto the downs that we never, ever, ever, ever went on as children. But now we're adults. We love a little family walk. It was so nice. We walked up the track um, at the top. The boys, the lads, my dad and Mark got an ice cream. And then we came back down and we just had some lunch in the garden. Mark made a sourdough loaf. My dad can't handle it. He's terribly like jealous isn't the right word he's just like mark can do everything he's like mark has a full head of hair mark has a full beard mark can make sourdough mark can play the violin mark is very handy and my dad like lists all of these things off like i can tell it's because he loves him a lot which is very sweet but yeah my dad's like i can't look at you you've got a full head of hair and you can bake bread like (laughs) i i can't handle it it's just like a nice family day you know oh i think mark should teach your dad how to bake bread that'd be a nice thing for them to do i think He'd be well, he, great at it. 
he would be great. And also he, I was like, dad, you do slow cooking with Steve. My dad can only operate a slow cooker where he calls it slow cooking with Steve. And he's like, that's nothing. I just throw everything in and, and put the lid on. Like he was very devastated, but it was, yeah, the bread was delicious. Oh. Very, very good. I can't wait to come and visit you guys in Brighton. I haven't been there in so oh. long. We haven't seen each other in real life for so long. Um, we actually haven't, but it, it feels, it's a bit like my sister being in New Zealand. Like I don't feel like we haven't because we do this yeah. and we speak every day. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it'll be so nice though. I can't wait to see Grey in real life at yeah. some point in the future soon. Definitely, Fingers crossed. Definitely. Sure. Um, also, just to update you guys, I forgot. Our gifts are finally live. <gasps> we have gifts. So exciting. So just go on Instagram stories, uh, click on the gift bit and then search Lily and Anna and that's where they'll be. Yeah, if you yeah if you click on the little uh, like bit where you can add little what's it like a little face stuff. isn't it? It's like a little face at the top. Yeah, and you just put in yeah. Lily and Anna and and we come up. Um, and I've seen people use them already, which is cool. Like for their peak of the week or like hundred percent yum. Yeah, saying keep tagging us really when cool. you use them because it's so nice to see. I've been using hundred percent yum like loads. I love 100% Yum. I, lo- I love the one that actually is just for our podcast. It just yeah. is like at home with Lily and Anna on a sign. Yeah. I'm super, super chuffed with that one. Cute. So, so, so cute. Speaking of like gifts, online, internet things, what have you been watching, liking, sharing and repeating this week? <laughs> um, I'm obsessed with this girl called Cat Burns. I don't know if you follow her. She's just at Cat Burns, cat with a C. She's 20 she's so young and gorgeous and she's just the most unbelievable singer like unbelievable i've got my friend sj into her she's like oh my god all i do now is just sit listening to her sing um she's just got a beautiful voice she does covers uh, like acoustic with her guitar it's just it's so nice so nice to have that on your feed something a little bit different and she's just an incredible singer i'm so jealous i wish i could sing like her oh we need to add that one in the show notes oh my god should i do like a little teaser Oh yeah, that okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. let's do that. G- give me a sec while I put my. Oh my god, I feel in. like we're like we're radio DJs. <laughs> Coming up, campers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Oh, that's a text. Oh my god, you got to go listen to the rest. Oh my god, that is serious chill vibes. What a voice. Oh, what a just voice. Unreal. I well, love that. Let's get in it. What, what about um, your watch, like, share, repeat? I have a, a person one as well, but I just have to say I've really been enjoying realistic cake videos. You know, like, where it looks like a hand and they chop through and it's cake. Have you seen what? these videos? No. <laughs> oh my god, it's more of a Twitter thing. I don't actually really tweet that often, but I kind of scroll through the feed every now and again, and it, or it like looks like a tin of beans, and then they cut through it, and oh. it's a cake or a glass of water. It's cake. <gasps> I mean, fascinated. There's one that's a hand. Oh, I mean, I, I was like, why is he cutting this hand? And I was like, oh, it's cake. Oh, I don't want to see. That's so crazy. Fascinating. I will pop that in the show notes because it's just, <laughs> just very kind of impressive, but also wild. Um, also the soap cutting videos, which I know Lily is super into. I'm so into the soap cutting videos. The cubes. No, I'm into the soap crushing videos where they have yes. like those, the, like, the what do they call them? Like discs or something. And it has a special name and they just go like... I was in bed on like Sunday morning and Mark's like reading his book and he looks over and I've got my headphones in and he was like, are you just watching soap cutting? And I was like, yeah, it's just, it's an hour. I didn't get through the whole hour. I did, but I did a solid like 10 minutes. So relaxing, isn't it? So relaxing. But I'm really loving Tama's videos on YouTube. She's called Tara. Um, She's an Irish content creator and she lives in Brooklyn. 
and she's just cool. Like the aesthetic, the vibes, she lives in a loft. Like it's just very cool. And I feel like right now it's kind of, it's fun to watch someone's vlogs who like isn't from the UK. You kind of get a bit of escapism. And yeah, someone just like living in a completely different place in the world. I love New York, like Brooklyn, love. Um, and yeah, it's just, I really enjoy it. It's just like a weekly vlog. It's chill vibes vlog. And I Ooh. really have been enjoying them. I'm just, desperate to find someone new on YouTube. It's so hard to discover new people these days. So I would definitely check her out. She's brilliant. We will pop all of those things that we've spoken about in the show notes. Soap cutting videos, Brooklyn vlogs, amazing voices. They'll be there. Have you noticed how <laughs> all the soap cutting people, they all use the same knife? It's like the knife to use. Yeah, I, I don't know how it cuts the soap, but it doesn't cut their fingers. I know. <laughs> I'm I gonna don't start, know. I'm going to start an ASMR. I'm going to be like cutting apples. What else can I cut? No, but the soap looks so relaxed. Like, oh my God, it just looks fun to do. Like seriously fun to do. Let's move on to the next category. Top of the box. Um, Do you want me to go first? Go first. Go go on, Lily. What have you been watching? Have you you actually watched something this week? I had, like not much. Again, I feel like, I mean, this is bound to happen. Things are going to slow down. People aren't making as much stuff because of lockdown. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I this week I watched um, the Panorama on Britain's cancer crisis. It was on BBC. Did you watch it? Did you see it? I didn't watch it, but I have. Uh, it's got Bow Babe on it. It's yeah. Got Lauren on it. Yeah. Yeah. I've so it's got that. Deborah James, who's Bow Babe on Instagram. She's unreal. She's so inspirational. She's got incurable bowel cancer and she's very like positive about life not all the time obviously understandably she's just incredible you should definitely go check her out on instagram but she did a panorama with the bbc on britain's cancer crisis so how corona has affected cancer and as someone i have someone in my family with cancer and luckily her trial wasn't cancelled but so many people their trials their their chemo the treatments have been cancelled and it's a really interesting eye-opening watch very sad um, as well but definitely would recommend watching that on bbc it'll be on iplayer yeah i, I really want to watch that i still want to watch the um is it i may destroy you yes oh my god oh it's still I going i don't think it's finished because i think we watched loads at the beginning and now i think we're waiting for the new episodes to come on um it's still like a really hard watch like i can't explain she's so incredible in it but like really jarring and like I've never really watched anything like it. There's been so many profiles on Michaela Cole mm. um, and like how she didn't sell it to Netflix. They yeah. wouldn't allow her the copyright rights. And yeah, I find her just so amazing as a person. And yeah, I love like reading any profiles on her. So I, I'm trying to read the profiles, but not get any spoilers because I haven't watched the show yet. But yeah, that is like top of my list. I don't watch. think you'd even get any spoilers because so far there's like not that much that happens in it that you don't already know from the beginning. It's more just like the complex characters and the way it's produced and the way that they act in it it's just very different it's really amazing yeah I want to watch her um chewing gum series as well which she was in and produced and yeah that sounded amazing okay um I have to say film club guys it's 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 I think it's kind of rolling down like I I think it's slowing down a little bit um people are like a bit busier we can't do like two film clubs a week Mark picked one called The Jerk which is a Steve Martin film that was in my eyes, terrible. <laughs> it scored, I think it was actually our lowest scoring film club pick. We've now watched like well oh. over 40 films. It was not that great. Kind of gave up halfway through and just read my book. I'm still reading the Samantha Irby book and loving it. And I was like, I just want to go read my book. 
And then last night we watched Badlands, a 1973 film of a couple who go on a murdering spree. It's got uh, Sissy Spacek in it and Martin Sheen, who if anyone has watched The West Wing, he is Jeb Bartlett in The West Wing. He is the president of America in The West Wing and he is amazing in it. So it's great to see like Martin Sheen. I was just like, ooh, Martin Sheen. Like, <laughs> and he was, yeah, like he could get it. Like he was a very good looking man. <laughs> back in 1973 um yeah it was it was good I got it scored like an average mark for me everyone else in film club really enjoyed it um but yeah I'm kind of n- not like no offense to my friends I'm enjoying film club but I'm looking forward to seeing people more and more more in real life you need to watch more films wait, that you're gonna really enjoy because I feel like you've had a f- many weeks of not <laughs> loving the films and like and also I want to watch I want to watch like I may destroy you I've got I've got a list you know yeah. I've got a list so it, I think from next week onwards we're kind of we're getting back to the list we're watching some TV yeah and I'm looking forward to it great what about show and tell this was the bit that I think I know what you're gonna say I don't I don't think it's the same thing mine's makeup product. oh no not the same no, thing no oh. um it but something we've both been loving is the Armani Neo Nude Foundation Oh, yes. So nice. Yes. I just haven't found a new foundation for ages that I've become so obsessed with. I just really love it. It comes in 24 shades. It's got hyaluronic acid in it. So it's very hydrating, but it feels like different to something like the MAC Face and Body, which is a bit more watery, and something like the It Cosmetic CC Cream, which is a bit more creamy. It's kind of somewhere in between. Like it's got a little bit of a slip to it. It goes on and you think, oh, this is going to do nothing. But I think the pigments like kind of disperse and then you're like, oh, wow, there's the coverage. Like really great. It looks so kind of um glowy on the skin i really like it it turns doesn't it you put it on and it goes like almost water droplety and you're yeah. a bit like what and then you start massage and then you're like oh yeah okay and then it like the coverage almost increases as you're like pushing it into it. the skin disclaimer i worked with armani on the launch of this foundation but i've actually just ordered another two shades yeah because <laughs> we both are using 4.5 but which we feel is perhaps a little more of like a summer shade for us and um, so i've just ordered i think 3.5 and 4 um, just to try and find like what my more wintry type and then shade Ada would be. sent me a voice and she's like, I've just ordered two more shades, I'll let you know, which is good for us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Um, I'll take one for the scene. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit dumb. Yeah, I saw you talking about it when you worked with them, and Lucy Williams has done loads of work with them. And I was like, Yeah, well, that's literally the point of ads on social media. Like two people I follow and trust like the product, I'm gonna give it a go. And guys, I'm very happy with it. It's nice to have a light coverage kind of alternative to something like uh luminous silk, which we both love and like wear, but it's definitely more of like a yeah. event makeup yeah, I mean, like, or on my wedding day. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's nice to have more of an everyday one. Um, my show and tell this week is more in the um, like the Lily level of show and tell with the wire brushes. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone watched that Instagram live where Lily recommended wire brushes and I just lost my <laughs> shit, like was basically crying. I mean, it's not a cleaning product, although I have to say that pink stuff is amazing and I love it. And now Mark is even converted to it as well. That's someone great. messaged me, sorry to interrupt. Someone messaged me to say, try the pink stuff on like the bottom of your trainers, you know, where it's like the white rubbery bit. Oh my God, I can't wait to try. It's so hard to clean that bit of a shoe. It's brilliant for getting like when you've burnt stuff on as well, yes. like in like cooking wise. I mean, yeah. it's it's just brilliant. Mark's really like, mm, I don't know about this. And then I saw him using it when he was cleaning the other day. He's like, I've used it all around the bath. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. Um, mine is a reusable piping bag. I know that's super random. Um, but after my um, my strawberry and elderflower cake, which I showed a photo of to my grandma yesterday. And my grandma does not dish out the compliments like willy nilly. And she was just like, Anna, I'm so impressed. And literally everyone in my family was like, oh. <gasps> 
so good. But I do think the piping bag really like takes it to the next level. And we love, we're here. We love to hear about a reusable thing. Um, and yeah, it's just great like little silicon kind of bag that you can wash up, refill, and it comes with different nozzles that you can put on the top. I'll link the one that I've got in the show notes, um, but I made some lemon and poppy seed muffins, um, which to be fair, spoiler, is my 100% yum pick. <laughs> um, and I like put the icing in that and then zigzagged it all over the top. And I just think it made it, it look nice, you know? Yes. Sorry, did you think we were going to have the same show and tell product? I'm very confused. Yes, it's something that I called you up about last week. And I reckon we probably will both mention it next week when we've had a chance to use it. It involves our hands, it involves making things. Oh! Yeah, okay. that's what I thought. But like, sport, let's I was let's like, just... I don't have a reusable piping. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. You and my sister Jojo would, could just like get on so well with your cake decorating. We'll just start a bakery. Oh my God, she's so good at AJ's that kind bakery. Of stuff. Yes. There you go. There you yeah. go. I just like eating the cake. You can be our first customer. Um, but yeah, the, the lemon and poppy seed muffins are a recipe that I've put up on the blog. Um, I've kind of adapted it from one that I found online and perfected it to my taste. And I will link that in the show notes as well. That is my 100% yum pick. Mm. What about you, Lily? I need to try those, actually. Um, mine is a salad that I made last weekend. I had some friends over for a barbecue. It was very exciting Ooh. having people over. Um, I think it kind of vaguely came from a recipe that my sister said, but then I just ended up not really looking at the recipe and making it up. So I don't really have anything to link, but it was basically a little bit of red onion, very ripe mango, cherry tomatoes. Um, what else went in it? Um, I wish I could remember, I really should have planned this. The dressing was like <laughs> olive oil, salt and pepper, a bit of honey, oh. a bit of lemon. Uh, what else went in it? I don't know, just kind of like threw loads of stuff in. I just love mango in a salad, in like Agreed. a tomatoey salad. Oh, it's just so delicious. It's oh, just really fresh. I forgot the main bit. I know what was in it. We barbecued some corn until it was like properly charred and then cut the corn off and put like the toasted corn and that's what just made it. It was like a bit salty because of the corn and then a bit like sweet because of the mango and oh, it's so delicious. I think there's a lot of people, if, if like me, you've been a bit traumatized by having just like an iceberg lettuce with some salad cream on and like being forced to eat that as your salad when you're younger, like there's a whole new level of salads out there. <laughs> I'm yeah. really just discovering. And I'm like, oh, surprise, I like fruit and vegetables. This is so oh, nice. Oh God, I'm a big fan of that kind of salad. Like if you ever like the salad's boring, roast some asparagus, chuck it on top. Or if you're thinking, mm, this is a bit average, cut up some like nectarines or something. Mm, or, and, you know, peaches, throw peaches like toast mm. little peaches and put them on. Like, I really like that kind of like roasted veg, bit of fruit in your salad. Mm. Oh my God, you're making me hungry for some tomatoes as well, actually. Oh, love. I'm so fussy with my tomatoes. A high quality tomato. Seriously, like, you know, those like really average, like own brand, like watery. You can tell by the color when they're just too pale. Nah, nah, get out of my fridge. Nah, okay. Before we just go on a 10 minute rant about tomatoes Tomatoes. that we like, shall we head on to part two? (laughs) Yes, let's do it. It's going to be equally as random. Okay, so as we said, this week is a bit of a random Q&A, so you're not going to learn anything interesting this week. We are not talking about a serious topic. We're just going to have a little bit of fun, and I think a lot of you guys will appreciate that. So we asked you on our Facebook group for some random questions, and should we just get going with them? You guys delivered. You really did. Um, Lizzie asked, what was our earliest memory of beauty and the first skincare and makeup product you remember purchasing? 
I feel like you're always much better with the whole like memory questions. I feel like I just have the worst memory. Um, but the first thing that came to my mind was this, and I don't remember what the brand is. You might know, actually. It was about that big, so quite small, like the size of a lighter. Um, and it was a clear lip gloss in a rollerball. And it smelled like oh. coconut, like really strong smell of coconut. Me and my friend Keisha just used to like buy them. Every time we ran out, we'd buy another one. And that was like, I think the first thing I was obsessed with, like that yeah, real glossy, clear lip gloss. Almost like an oil, like a yeah. lip oil. Yeah, I, I remember those. I and used like to buy them from like a fancy dress shop. Like, so I don't think they were like an official brand. Oh, I think I used to get mine from Boots. I don't know if it was like 17 or collection or something like that. Um, but that smell of coconut, oh, I absolutely loved it. That was definitely like the first thing. I also remember in secondary school becoming obsessed with, and I don't even know, I think I may have owned one, but I was just more obsessed with the idea, is the Lancome Juicy Tubes. Oh. <laughs> I've never in my life owned a Lancome Juicy Tube. Oh and God. like it is, no, I, I must have, I must have as an adult, but as a like, as a student, no. And no. oh my God, that Lily. Look I at you with a Lancome Juicy Tube. No, I must have used my mum's boot points or something. I have no memory <laughs> of it. But I just remember like the girls at school had like, one had like a lychee flavour and one had a strawberry flavour. And I was like, oh my God. It's like one of the things you want to like collect. They were like oh, yeah. gold. That and like a Gap hoodie. That's like <laughs> the kind of early 2000s teenager starter kit. Yeah. And then the only other makeup memory I have is just being obsessed with bronzer because my friend Hannah, who's like a year older than me, I used to just copy what she did. And she was just still to this day is one of those people that just puts a massive brush in the bronzer and puts it all over her face. So I was very into bronzer. I can't really remember what brand. I, just, I think I just got one and used it for like years. Um, and I don't really have any memories of skincare. I think I used face wipes until I was about 18. My mum like yeah. begged me to wash my face with a flannel. And then like eventually I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> What about you? My first skincare memory is buying from either Boots or Superdrug a tea tree peel off mask. <laughs> like, you know, those ones, it was like a clear kind of gel and you'd put it all over and then you'd wait 10 minutes for it to dry and you would like roll it off of your skin. Oh my God. Terribly satisfying, but not terribly great for my skin, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I was, I was very, I've always loved a face mask, actually, even as like a 12 year old, I was like, you used to be able to buy them in like sachets, and yeah, I was very into that, and I remember tea, everything tea tree, I was obsessed with like, not getting spots, but I, I didn't really have that spotty skin, I have spottier skin now as an adult, so I don't know what I was so worried about, um, and then makeup wise, bit of context here, um, on my mum's side of the family, I'm the oldest grandchild, um, so all of my cousins are younger than me, but on my dad's side, I have an older cousin. So I only have one older cousin and she, to me, when I was growing up, was just like, I want what she's having. You know, you always have that kind of, yours was Hannah, mine was my cousin. And um, she, I remember going into Miss Alfred, we went into town and we were allowed to leave my auntie for like all of about 20 minutes. We're in town, we had to meet back at this certain point at this at this time. And we went off and I must have had about like 10 pound pocket money and just thought like, this is it, I've made it. Um, my cousin was wearing, I remember exactly what she was wearing, jeans that had newspaper printed on them. So it was like <laughs> newspaper cuttings on jeans. And she had a Playboy bunny case for her Nokia. And I was just like, this is the coolest person I know. And we went to Superdrug and I bought Miss Sporty makeup. Remember that? What yeah. a throwback. I bought a clear mascara. What a rebel. <laughs> um, 
Um, and I was just like, clear mascara. I mean, clear mascara does nothing. I mean, it kind of separates a little bit, but it does absolutely nothing. But I was like, clear mascara, yes, love it. And then I bought a a bronze cream eyeshadow. Can you believe it? I'm like 12 and I'm buying a bronze cream eyeshadow. That's so funny. Um, I'm sure there was things that I bought from like Claire's before. I remember buying like a blue eyeshadow kind of compact that was in the shape of a lipstick. But if we're talking like kind of proper makeup purchase, a Miss Sporty bronze eyeshadow. It was it was really quite lovely. I loved it. You're triggering so many memories for me. Like you just reminded me that I had a blue hair mascara. And oh, I just really wanted like coloured streaks in my hair. Because my sister by that point, when she was a teenager, would dye her, her like tips pink and blue and stuff. So I bought a blue hair mascara and I'd like run it through my curly hair. So because it's wet, it would almost make that streak straight. So I'd have curly hair with this like a straight kind of crispy blue streak in it. Like what was I thinking? Also, because my older sister Jojo used to be a hair and makeup artist, I really remember in my parents' bathroom, like our spare bathroom, she'd have a brush roll with all her makeup brushes in, like one of those MAC ones. And I used to just go in when she like didn't know. And I would just like get out every brush and like stroke it and like pretend to put makeup on. And I was like obsessed with those brushes. That really reminded me. Also, did you ever do this? Like when I was younger, probably like eight or nine, like really young, um, I used to love like making beauty potions that's what I used to call them oh yeah yeah so I'd get like a mason jar and I'd put like a bit of water in a bit of toothpaste a bit of shaving foam a bit of like perfume a bit of I'd like find things all over the house like a bit of like skincare from my mum's bathroom and just like mix it all together it would be like foaming and it would be blue and I literally <laughs> was like this is just the most fun I've ever had like I think I'd still enjoy doing that now I think I did the same. I would like use my mum's deodorant as hairspray on my doll's head. And I think they realised they were like, it's actually just better for us to bar- like let Anna have these beauty products because otherwise she's just ruining everything in our home, like pretending that it's hairspray or makeup or nail polish. So um, yeah, like my mum caught me like putting Tipex like on the ends of my nails to try and do a French manicure. And I think they were like, I think we just need to let Anna have nail polish now because this is really quite grim. The hair mascara, that's bringing me back to, um, I had a blonde one and it just looked like, which went like kind of white in my hair, just like a bird had shat on me. Like (laughs) it literally just like a bird shit, like running through my hair. What was I thinking? Seriously. So funny. Love that question. Thank you, Lizzie. (laughs) The next question is from Rachel. She asked, how are you really similar and how are you totally different? This is a good question because our managers always say this about us. They're like, oh my God, you guys are so different. I'm like, it's really funny because everyone thinks we're so similar. I mean, there are aspects of us that I do think are very similar. I think our work ethics, our like ambition, our kind of like drive. Yeah, I've literally written that too. Have you written that down? (laughs) I'm like, oh, you've made notes. I guess so. I mean, like, of course I've made notes. notes. But when my friends first met you, they were like, oh my God, where did you find this girl? She's like your twin. (laughs) Like they couldn't believe that at like in our 20s, we found someone that's so similar from like a totally different part of the country and like- Yeah, so different we are, upbringing, everything like that. Yeah, like I was asking Rich um, in the car when I was like writing notes for this and he was like, first of all, our taste is so similar. He was like, if I oh. think of what to buy you for a present, the first person, the only person I would ask is Anna. Like our taste in interiors and style in everything like that is so exactly the same. Like we would probably buy each other the same present without knowing. It literally, your mum 
sometimes messages me at like Christmas and birthdays (laughs) to be like, I'm thinking of getting Lily this or like, what do you think of this? Or can you send me the link to a KitchenAid? I think I'm going to get like, it's that point. And yeah, you are, when it's your birthday, I'm like, cool, great. Like you are the easiest person to buy for. And you buy so well, like the avocado thing that you bought me that like houses half an avocado. (laughs) We use that. Our lemon squeezer, Mark literally broke that the other day because we use it so much and we had to buy a new one. Like, the, the cat bird, I'm so gutted, Lily, your cat bird thing is broken and I'm waiting oh, no. for it to be repaired. But like, Lily bought me like a cat bird bracelet. I, I literally, I put it on and I never took it off. That vase you still use as well from like yeah, years ago. the vase. Oh my God, that's my favorite vase. <laughs> like literally, yeah, buying presents and our taste, 100% the same. But then there are things that we like completely differ on. Wait, I have another thing that we're similar on. Oh, okay, it's yeah. It's a really cute one. I have to mention it because Rich was like, I think your just like core beliefs are very similar. And he was like, I'd be more than happy for like Anna and Mark to bring up Grey if we were no longer around. And I was like, oh, that's oh, so sweet. Like, no, but true, but true. The sa- yeah, the same. I, yeah, I think we've got the same, we want the same things out of life and we we like really align on values and ethics and morals. And yeah, I yeah. feel like if we had kids, you'd, I would do the same and you'd bring our kids up to be oh. like how we, how we, wanted them to be thank you so, and we're both very easygoing like I know that if I was like really sarcastic you'd never like be overly sensitive or get offended by anything I'd say like no. we're both on the same level of like we're not we that be overly sensitive yeah exactly yeah. okay so how are we different well I, I have so many thoughts go on you go first. do you I think Lily is so much better at speaking her mind like I I know there's moments that I have where I'm like what would Lily do and I know that that's the right thing yeah Lily's like laughing she wants to say something there is there is that right I think that's kind of our like ultimately our, our bigger our, probably one of our biggest differences is it's like com- confidence in in not confrontation necessarily but confidence in like saying what we think in that moment and feeling confident enough to say I think that. it's an introverted extroverted thing I think fundamentally yeah. you're more of an introvert and I'm more of an extrovert yeah I like definitely. really thrive off like having people around me and seeing people whereas like you and Mark could happily go and live in an igloo together for the rest of your life and be happy. <laughs> uh, I just True. I couldn't that is the main difference so I'm like quite needy I'm more needier as a friend because I'm like want to talk to Anna every day and like share it. I'm like an oversharer whereas I feel like <laughs> I've like eked I've eked it out of you so you could you're more yeah. sherry with me now but like you would yeah. happily you don't need to share you know you could just talk to Mark about things as I'm like no I need I need to talk to Anna about something because it's different to how I talk to Rich about things. Yeah, you've really, honestly, you've so got me into voice notes on WhatsApp <laughs> that I'm just like, I now do it with everyone. I'm trying to get everyone else into it because I think it is, yeah, you, you really have eat that out of me. And that's, it's like part of my day when stuff happens, I like want to tell you. I like, <laughs> And we do, we, we honestly message every thing yeah yesterday I don't think we did and I was like oh I hope Lily's okay like <laughs> yeah, but I get so paranoid that I'm like too needy but I think these days like you're you're like as up for as I am yeah like, back agreed. in the day I was like I think I'm annoying Anna but <laughs> we're on the same page now I think you're much more disciplined than I am like it's funny because you people would think like you're the organized one and I'm not but actually I'm really organized and in my friendship group I'm like the Anna but it's, it's the discipline. Like, I think we, in our minds, we're both as organized and we want to be as organized and care about the same things, but you're just much more good at like executing things than I am. I get really overwhelmed and I'm like, ah, I can't do it. And then you'll give me like a pep talk and that'll help. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also think, and I have to admit it, you're a glass half full person and I'm a glass half empty person. But you're helping me be a bit more glass half full. But I also think, 
this is this is where we do balance each other out like it would be boring if we just thought the same on everything we felt the same way about everything and I think our conversations that we have sometimes I'm like oh am I too am I too optimistic about that like maybe I do need to be a bit more real about that so I I don't see it as like a bad thing I see it as like a balancing out I think I encourage you to be a bit more optimistic about things and you encourage me sometimes to be a bit more realistic about things yeah um and yeah I think that's like a good that's a good balance to have would you say you're a control freak like I would describe (laughs) myself as one would you also (laughs) you're just like more polite about it like if we were in a meeting and someone was doing something not how you wanted it, like you, I don't think you would say, but maybe afterwards you would. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily the best way to be. I feel like sometimes I'm, I get myself into situations where I'm a bit like, oh God, why don't, if I just said something at the time and nipped <laughs> something in the bud and was a bit more lily about this, then I wouldn't be in the situation. I think oh, I get yeah, myself into I'm too it. like that. We need to find like a middle ground. I like have to take a pause and think before I just like jump in and like criticize something. There's actually a question about that at the end. Maybe we should yes. talk about confrontation. Yeah. No, I, I think on. I think we have ultimately a right. Like ultimately our, our beliefs of what we want in life, what we believe we align on and we agree on, which is which is great. Like that's that's kind of what you want out of your friends and the people that you surround yourself with. But then we have different ways of going about things and different outlooks on things. And I think that really like balances us out and it makes you a really like useful, helpful <laughs> friend to have because Same. Yeah, and, and also like Lily is my only colleague, really like you, you get it like I know that I can talk to you about things that kind of no one else in the world understands and it's and not just work a, chat because our no. work intertwines with our life so much that it's like here's a situation I have that is kind of to do with work but kind of not and like no one else will understand like there's yeah. so many situations like that where we have to talk to each other yeah exactly I, I'm just forever grateful that I found you and that we have each other and I don't oh. know what I would do without you me too oh that's cute I love that you made notes check you out <laughs> because I can't, that's, that's another way we differ like I have no memory I have like you made notes loss. on the next question of course <laughs> no you haven't okay Molly asked what is your favorite flavor of crisps Lily you don't need to make notes on this I just panic that I'm gonna forget and then like, I'm I'm a fear of like regretting things and so we finish recording I'm like oh I didn't mention flaming hot damn it <laughs> oh my god flaming hot monster, monster munch. munch flaming hot top tier top <sighs> tier and pickled onion but I think I'm more into flaming hot Pickled onion is so not for me, but when Lily was pregnant and I was doing, and like people didn't <laughs> yeah. know, I was really, I was like doing the same as Lily to put people off the scent. So if like we were at an, an event and Lily wasn't drinking, I would not be drinking as well. And I was like, oh, we've both got to get up really early tomorrow morning. T- to be fair, we did have, actually have to get up early the next morning. I remember when this happened, but like we both, I kind of tag team. I was like, well, if Lily wants to eat gummy bears at an event, I'll eat gummy bears at the meetup as well. So that no one is suspecting anything. And I remember going into, we were like, I'd come to Lily's and then we were going into town and we stopped off at the station to buy flaming hot crisps because you needed some. No one was there. No one was witnessing this, literally aside from the guy in the news agents. Why did I also feel the need? I was like, I'll, I'll buy some flaming hot as well. So it's not just you. It's a good like, excuse what? to like, be able to just eat like a pregnant woman. I know, um, I that know. is so funny. I Top forgot tier, about that, I agree. that I craved. I don't think I've had them since, but I, I would like some. I love flaming hot. I, I feel like a few is my top tier. That's flaming hot yeah. monster munch. Yeah. The brown hula hoops, which I still oh, don't even know what the name beef. of the flavor is. Barbecue oh, beef. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and this is maybe a bit controversial. I love a chipstick. Oh, a salt vinegar chipstick. I just classic, simple, classic, like any brand, like MS do their own brand that aren't even like chipstick brand. They're great. 
love them. Do you like um, frazzles? I think I probably would, but I would never pick them. The packet's way too small. Agreed. They're only 25 grams, way too small. No. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like a bacony. They look yeah. like a rasher of bacon for anyone <laughs> who doesn't know what a frazzle is. And a chipstick is like a, is like a long kind of corny, crunchy snack um, that's sort of vinegar flavoured. Although they do do ready sorted. Oh my God, I love well. that you're describing. Please describe a Monster Munch. <laughs> it's a claw, <laughs> right? It looks like a... It looks like something else. I can't remember what I used to think it was. It's, it's like a, a claw. A it's a claw. claw. Yeah, it's like a monster claw. Corn. And they come in corn again. And they, and they come in like really intense flavours. You mm. don't get a ready sorted monster munch. No. Oh, I love a baked crisp. I didn't realise there's definitely a pattern here. Yeah, they're all baked crisps. I'm, I think we have similar pro, like flavour profiles here because I love barbecue beef hula hoops, flaming hot monster munch. Although they're more kind of hot than they are like meaty. And I love a flame grilled steak McCoy's. Which I know Lily's not as much of a fan of. I don't. I think it's because it has the word steak in it. I'm not sure. And also, like, they're a bit painful to eat with a ziggy zaggy. They hurt the roof of my mouth a bit. They're a kind of yeah. They're like a ridge, a ridge yeah. crisp. Um, but then I also do love the flavour profile of salt and vinegar, and I love salt and vinegar squares. Ooh, I love like a Walker's salt and vinegar. I don't think I'd go for a square, but I'm not against it. They do come in grab bags, which is very important because they are a grab bag is slightly larger than your normal pack, but not a family size sharing pack. Yeah, I'm I'm into the grab bag. I do love crisps. I have to say, I, re- I do enjoy a crisp. Did you like um, skips back in the day? Oh, I love to skip. Yeah, they like melt on your tongue. Yeah, they're like a melty those. crisp. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried the new hula hoops? I've got some downstairs. They're like puffy. What the hell is this? Yeah, they're like puffed, so they're a bit more like baked, and they're they're kind of like. 3d i don't know how to describe the crisps they're great if they were barbecue beef i'm interested yeah i don't yeah i think they do come in all the flavors i got an assorted bag molly Mm. there you go hopefully that answered your question five (laughs) minutes on our favorite crisps and also chloe asked i feel like i'm nervous i'm nervous about this one you're nervous uh i feel like i could start another potato-esque debate but what do you each consider to be the best part of a roast dinner Chloe, what are you doing to, like, literally what are you doing to us? I'm what just stretching to get ready to answer this question. If anyone missed the potato-esque debate, this happened when we did IG Lives and we ended up falling out about <laughs> potatoes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> because what was the potato that you didn't like? Big fluffy. Big fluffy. I like, like big... small and crispy. I like Oh, and one. potato dauphinoise. That was it. Lily doesn't like potato dauphinoise and then wouldn't accept my answer of, potato dauphinoise are delicious as, as it as it was she then took it to her instagram where she made people vote in a poll just so she could prove her point so god knows where this is going to end but lily what do you consider to be the best part of a roast dinner i just think i just as a warning i'm a roast dinner snob growing up in london i have you know the cream of the crop to pick from like in terms of pubs and the sort of roast and my mum is an amazing cook so i am i'm a roast snob i have to say like if I was to pick a roast, first of all, I'd pick a beef. What would you pick? If you know, there's always like a beef, a chicken, a pork. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, but I know you're just gonna. You're like gonna go nut roast. roast. You're gonna go I'm nut gonna, roast. I'm gonna go nut roast. What about when you're growing up before you became like 2020 Anna? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. See, she's so rude, but re- I, I'm not sensitive, <laughs> so I let it go. Um, I think I go. Um, probably chicken. Okay, interesting. I love a roast chicken at home. If I was like home making a roast, I'd go for chicken. But if I was like out and ordering one, I'd go for a beef and it has to be like like medium rare. Oh, okay, cool. So right. that's where I start. 
obviously small crispy potatoes don't need to talk anymore about that like (laughs) they're big and fluffy i'm just not sure how i feel about that but they normally are to be fair it's quite rare to find a small crispy potato when you're Mm -hmm. eating out my favorite part of a roast is the yorkshire pudding oh yes it's oh my god they're so good just to be controversial though i really love like an art bessie i know that home yeah i just think like homemade ones yeah they're yummy but aunt bessie are just brilliant i always have two they're the perfect size like a bit of gravy although i'm such a gravy snob i hate nothing more than like sloppy gloopy like pre-made packet gravy actually makes me feel a bit like sick thinking about it like i love like gravy made from like the roast veg and then you add water to it and it's like delicious with little crispy bits of onion in it um all the veg have to be roasted i can't deal with like boiled carrots like nothing could be boiled no i agree stop boiling veg it's terrible zaps all the flavor out of it yeah um and that's that's all i have to say about roast i love it i really would eat a roast right now (laughs) lily is reading from notes i love it she's reading (laughs) from notes about a roast dinner because she doesn't want to miss anything out she doesn't want to miss anything yorkshire's that was my answer long-winded answer yorkshire pudding if you're not from the uk is it a uk thing yorkshire pudding i don't think it is i think it is what's it even made from like batter batter and it's like in a cup shape and yeah. you can like, you get all the gravy in it and it like soaks up all the yumminess <laughs> from your plate and you have a little bit of that and a little bit of that and it's just delicious. See, my roasts are controversial because I'm not the biggest lover of gravy. So I end up kind of having quite a dry roast, which to some people is just absolutely vile. Is that because you've only had bad gravy though? Because there's a lot of bad gravy around. My grandma makes the best gravy. She makes it from scratch. It's delicious. I, I sometimes ask for my gravy on the side. I'm not opposed to it. I just like to have it on the side just so I can make the option. Do I want this all over? Do I want to dip into that's it? Fair. Like, yeah, that's I fair. Think, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with gravy. I agree with you wrote like honestly a Yorkshire pudding Mm. delicious um but I'm also here for a homemade stuffing oh yeah and I'm also super here for a sausage wrapped in bacon I feel like we've moved on to Christmas I only eat those things at Christmas but occasionally you go to a place and you can order them as a side occasionally they come as like an extra and if they come as an extra blanket pigs and blankets i'm ordering it so quite often i'll be like i will have the um the vegetarian nut roast with a side of pigs and blankets mm, yeah <laughs> which defeats the whole point um but yeah that's that's where i'm at so they're, they're kind of my top three like i would always eat the rest of my plate and then save those to last i need to send you my mum's um, recipe for her stuffing she makes like a chestnut oh, stuffing, oh, it's, chestnut un- stuffing. Thing. it's unreal it tastes like oh. chicken soup i don't know how but it's delicious delicious there you go chloe thank you i hope that that wasn't we actually kind of agree so i don't think lily is going to take this to her instagram story to try and prove her point this time i will not (laughs) (laughs) okay this is a bit more of like a beefy question um sarah asked as ingrid nielsen one of the first youtubers that i started watching 11 years ago has now announced that she'll quit her youtube channel do you ever think about quitting and what would you do with your future this was such an interesting question so thank you for that sarah and it is interesting to see kind of that first wave of in brackets beauty gurus sort of move on and i always just think like our our channels how this podcast came around like these things are always changing and always shifting and i feel like perhaps for us it'll be more of like a gradual shifting in a different direction or, or to something new rather than this kind of like End, like end like an official end on something it might be that over the next five years instagram becomes the next kind of youtube 
that could happen and gradually people will put more and more content onto Instagram, less on YouTube and people sort of move away from the YouTube channels. That could be a thing that happens. You don't yeah. know, but I, I always feel like it would be a more gradual move in a new direction or a different direction. I agree. Than like I don't, a definitive end. I don't think it would be like, right, I'm quitting tomorrow. I'm getting an office job. And I don't yeah. think that's what freaks me out. I often say to Rich, like, I know that I've developed all these amazing skills over the last 10 years of doing this. But if you threw me into an office tomorrow and told me to be a consultant and write reports for people, I'd freak out. And I can't remember how to do that and we how to work in that environment. No, <laughs> yeah. but then I think we probably do. We just haven't figured out how to, I kind of, you forget, you get like imposter syndrome, don't you? You forget that everyone's really winging it. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, but true. in your mind, you're like, oh my God, people have office jobs and do all those things. We're so used to working for ourselves um, and just kind of being our own boss. So that does freak me out. But like you said, I don't think it would be like an overnight, right, we're quitting this job and we're starting this new job. I think we'll change and it, we already are. Yeah, we're changing yeah. platforms, sh- priorities shift. Um, but it was very interesting to see that. Um, and it's sad, really, like Miss Glamorazzi. I know Ingrid was one of the first people that I watched on YouTube like her and her ashes to ashes eyeshadow and like all of her favorite like she was super into Nas back in the day I feel like that introduced me to like Space and K and Nas and yeah like best of luck Ingrid like good luck you're you're a really good egg and yeah good luck in whatever your new venture is absolutely this next question I absolutely loved Sylvia asked if you could go on a reality tv show what one would you pick and why and I think we're both going to pick the same. Should we do a countdown? Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Strictly. Strictly. <laughs> Strictly. Which is called Dancing with the Stars, um, like internationally, but it's called Strictly Come Dancing here. And it is feel good, family vibes TV. You're paired with a professional dancer and, and you learn dances and then you perform them on live TV weekly. And it's very well respected as well like for a reality TV show. I just worry, like I used to be like a really good dancer back in the day when I was like a teenager. But I think now like, I'm just worried I'll be like, oh, what was the tennis player's mum? What's he called the tennis player? That Judy Murray. Oh my God. You know, there's always one that's like really stiff. Yeah. Not, not bendy at all. I'm worried that would be me. I'm a bit stiff. I'm worried I would think I was good in my head. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, honey, look at you cha cha cha. Like, you look yeah. great. And then actually it wasn't. And like, Craig would be like, two. Like, that yeah. was terrible. And you really think you're good and you need to be taking it down a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be good at like, you know, now they have like hip hop ones. Like, I'd be good at yeah. that. I'd be good at the Charleston. I just know I would. Um, <laughs> and maybe even the jive, although it's a bit fast. I would be terrible at all ballroom. I just know it. I'm not elegant like that. Yeah, but you never, they, these are the things you like blossom over the 12 weeks and the ones that you think that you're good at, you end up end, end up being bad at. And then, you, yeah, you could be like a ballroom darling. You just don't know. And the outfits. <gasps> and the sequins and the tan. Honestly, I just think it's super fun. I'm always like so here for any YouTubers, like internet people being on it. Me and Mark actually were trying to guess who they're going to have this year. I have a guess. I have a prediction. Who? KSI. Really? Yeah, Mark said he was on the Louis Theroux podcast recently and he's very like out there at the moment. And I'm like, ooh, Louis Theroux podcast, BBC adjacent, trying to like enter someone from like the YouTube, well, he's more than the YouTube world now, into like the mainstream. I'm like, ooh, there you go. Heard it here first. That is my (laughs) prediction. That is my prediction for this year. To be fair, if it happens, like I'm not really sure what the plan is for this year, but I love it. Yeah, also, I would also go on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. No, 
No. I, I'm into it. I You're going to eat like, a kangaroo penis, Lily. I know. Okay, that that bit, maybe not. But you have to like get towards <laughs> the end to get that. I like the idea that it's like, you get like this amazing holiday and your family come out and meet you and you're in Australia and everyone like says it's like life changing and I think people would like see the true me like I could definitely come across as quite moany at the beginning but then I think people would start to like me and I just think it's like quite I don't know I like that I I like it I'd be like makeup free in my like khaki shorts no, I'd be like Jill- Gillian McKeith when she like faints when she gets told that she has to do the bush tucker trial where she has to eat a penis and she just like faints on the floor. That would be me. I'd be like, I can't do it. They're always like retching into bushes. I'm an etymophobe. I hate people being sick. Like, no, I, I Yeah, can't. I'd be terrible at the eating. I'd definitely be like gagging everywhere. And I don't even know if uh, I'd be very good at like some of the other challenges either. But I'd uh, be up for trying. I just, uh, do you know what stress me out the most and worry me is like, what do I do with my hair over that whole time? <laughs> Seriously, there'd better be someone in there that could do French plaits. Otherwise, I don't really know what I'd do. That would be a genuine concern. Like, I don't think I can go because of my hair. Oh, but Strictly Come Dancing, guys, we're available. Like, very <laughs> interested. I can, and also, I was, I was saying to Mark yesterday, I was like, I can see why people do end up, there is like, the, they call it the Strictly curse because you are genital to genitals with like another person for like weeks week slash months. And I'm like, I can totally see how it happens, which is why I would like to be partnered with Johannes because he is amazing and we would just have the most fun and he would, he would be my dream partner. Like, have you seen him move? Oh, yeah. Johannes. I don't know who mine would be actually. Sorry, I wasn't prepared for that one. That's fine. But yeah, I'm just like, I can see how it happens. There's a lot of gyrating around. Um, yeah. And I just, I love I it. I definitely can there. as well. It's like, yeah. Very intimate. Um, <laughs> the next question is from Erica. Do you get stopped in the streets because people recognize you? And is it awkward or fun? I have, well, number one, I have not been out in the streets. So <laughs> I, haven't like, been, I haven't been out in the streets for No a one while. has said hello for a good couple of months. Um, but when it does happen, it's always really nice. Mark is good at spotting it before I do. I walk always. around, I'm very like oblivious. And then Mark is like, there's a girl over there and she's pointing in your direction. And she's like talking to her boyfriend. <laughs> like, yeah, that happens more yeah. often than actually people come and say hi is often like, we'll get a message afterwards saying, oh, I was sitting next to you and Wagamama's. And you're like, oh God, the whole lunchtime, you didn't say hi. <laughs> or like, Rich says you can always see it in the eyes, like the eyes double double look. Um, they normally see Rich first. But when it first started happening, it like blew my mind. I was like, yeah, oh my God, this too. is so crazy. And now I'm just so much more chilled about it. It's just so nice. Like I love it. And yeah. it's like, someone would be like, oh, I just want to, you get a few, you get different types, don't you? If someone's yeah. like, oh, I just want to say I love your videos. You're like, oh, thank you so much. Like, oh, what you you shopping? Like what you buying? We like yeah, yeah, compare yeah. what's in our shopping baskets. And it's just like catching up with a friend. It's more awkward when the person is more apologetic. They're like, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Like, oh, I don't want to say, and you're like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's really fine. Yeah. It's so nice. I, I just, it blows my mind that when we were like in Sri Lanka, and we're like on a on a train platform and this girl comes over and she's like, I love your videos. And I'm like, yeah. I'm in Sri Lanka. Like, yeah. that actually, I think in a way people are, when when we travel, people are more likely to say something because Definitely. they're like, this is what, this is not happening again. Like, whereas yeah. if people probably saw me in Brighton, they'd be like, oh, I've seen her four times already. It's boring. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, sat next to her in that restaurant and been to the hairdressers when she, you know what I mean? I feel like people are like, oh, I probably might see them again. So yeah. I think oh there's more of like an urgency. 
one of the funniest times we were outside Selfridges years ago, me and Rich were having this massive <laughs> argument and this girl came up, she's like, sorry to interrupt, I um, just want to say I love your videos. I was so mortified. <laughs> and since then, like I have to say, it has made me more aware of what I'm like when I'm out in public. And it's probably like chilled me out a bit. Because even when you, like you said, you're in the most random places and you think, oh, like no one knows me here. Like whatever, I could just kick off. <laughs> and then someone does. So I'm just like, it's always when I'm not wearing a bra. <laughs> always when I've got my pyjama top on, like under a jumper and I'm like at my Tesco Express. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, but, but it is, it is always nice. And I would always rather someone came up and like said hi, even if it's just like a, hey, how you doing? Like, and we, I feel like it's just like chatting with a friend rather yeah. than, there, there's a very odd occasion where like Mark spots it and says something to me and then people like don't come over and I'm like, oh, oh, you're kind yeah. you're aware. You're like, wait, kind of, ah, like that's, that's, awkward just come say hi like it's it's nice and it's yeah it's one of the craziest nicest parts of our job but it doesn't happen my god we're making it sound like it happens like i can't walk down the street without someone like (laughs) no they're always like our age and like they're very similar to us you wouldn't have had this yet though i've had a couple of times at like baby groups which is weird because i'm like fully on like mum mode in my sweats makeup free and that's that's a bit different like i've kind of forgot that that would start happening but it's also it's nice because you're like oh we're both mums and we can bond over things yeah exactly you've got something in common exactly okay the next question comes from eluta i think that's how you pronounce your name sorry if it's wrong um this one says anna in one of the previous episodes you mentioned that when you were younger you struggled with not being able to have an argument without tearing up i'm experiencing that too could you please share any tips on how to deal with it and I just thought this was a really interesting chat that we could both have about like confidence in confrontation. Because I think that's just something as you become an adult, everyone kind of struggles with a bit and figuring that out, like whether it's in a meeting or if it's with a friend. I think it is something, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is something that with age and wisdom and experience, like you get better with. It's definitely something that I'm not the best at. And I feel like whenever I'm having a kind of awkward confrontational moment, which to be fair, it, it, it normally happens in business. I can't say this happens a lot in like personal life with like friends or family or anything like that. It's, it's normally like in a business sense. I get really, you know what I mean? I feel like my heart starts racing and I kind of don't know what to say. And I, and, and I think I automatically do go on the defense a bit and I don't think that's the way to handle it. And I think one tip that you've given me and one thing that I do try to think about in these moments is that just like pause taking a breath, breathing, (laughs) and really thinking about what you want to say. Because you don't want to say something that when you put the phone down or when you walk out of a meeting, you're like, what was I thinking? Like, why did I say that? That made the whole thing way more awkward or that completely changed the vibe or, wow, I just made it 10 times worse by saying that one sentence, if I had just breathed and like taken a moment, um, I could have got a bit more of a check on my emotions but yeah it, it's still I wouldn't it's just something I don't I'm not sure it's ever going to be my strong point like having an awkward conversation it's really hard I feel like with family like if I have a argument or a heated discussion with my dad there's so many emotions that I end up completely tripping over my words and getting and I end up crying and it's like it's for some reason with some people it's really hard but then like yeah like you said I found especially with like friends like a lot of my friends have really strong opinions. That's why I'm friends with them. We were very similar. And like recently I was having a quite heated discussion with a friend on FaceTime, which is a terrible idea, but it's lockdown, about like white privilege and understanding what exactly that means. And it was a really, 
you know, if some people are just really angry and defensive, you're like, this is not worth my time. But it was a really interesting conversation that I felt like was getting somewhere good. Um, And yeah, you find yourself like tripping up over your words and everything's really fast. And it's just so important to just pause and like, just think about like what you're going to say next. And I, I did that and I made a really strong point. And then that person actually went, hmm, yeah, actually, I see what you mean now. And it like made such a difference to the conversation. Like, just like you said, take a step back slow down like the pace of the conversation it's okay to just say hmm, let me just think about that for a minute rather than just saying something in the heat of the moment and it the conversation steers in the wrong direction where you weren't yeah planning i was for it to um, go. i think emma gannon put something up about this at the weekend actually um about what it, why have we got such a fear of saying i don't actually know about that or i haven't fully formed my opinion about that can i just take a moment yes. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong. Whereas if you've got a bit bamboozled by a call or like a WhatsApp or a Zoom meeting and it, it's kind of taken a turn that you like weren't expecting and you're not prepared for and you haven't fully formed your thought on that. I don't think there's anything wrong. And if it is possible to do so, just sort of, yeah, just saying exactly that. And like, can I just take a, can we take five? Like, can I just take a break here? I just need to think about this and I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you in five minutes, 10 minutes, like whatever it is. I think that's what I find quite hard about our job is that we're expected to have opinions on things immediately and we're expected to make change on complex situations immediately. Um, that is quite tricky. But in real life with friends who respect you and understand, yeah, I'd say, do you know, I'm actually not sure yet. I had that recently with something as well. Like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I say that often. Like, I don't know yet what my opinion is, but I'm going to like ask around and do some research and yeah. try and form my own opinion. And that's okay to do. Like, yeah. You don't need to know immediately how you feel about something. There's a real urge for immediacy in actions and thoughts. And I, I, I think think I think trying to keep that at the front of my mind when I am having these conversations of, yeah, it's, it's okay to press pause. It's okay to breathe. It's okay to like take a second. And normally when you do, it, it comes to you far quicker in that moment. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, that's what I wanted to say. Or that's how I wanted to word it. Also, when it comes to like confrontation, it's just, I think being like quite solution- based is good so Mm -hmm. if you want to confront someone about something you're not happy with a good way to do it you always want to kind of end on some kind of positive so instead of just like approaching it with like i'm not happy about this have a think beforehand on like what would you make you happy so be like i'm not happy about this maybe you could do it like this differently or like maybe next time we could have better communication like try and come up with like a solution because that will really help end the conversation or conversation on more of a positive note rather than just being like, I'm not happy, see ya. Yeah. That's not helpful to anyone. Yeah, have have an idea formed in your head of like, what is the ideal outcome and what's maybe, what's the compromise outcome from this that, you, yeah. that everyone would be happy with? Try and put yourself in their feet and ask them to do the same for you. Totally. Well, hopefully that helped you. That hopefully hmm. you, I've enjoyed this, Lily. I feel like we've covered, we've covered a lot of topics yeah we really have i like these let us know right on our facebook group like if you like these kind of random q a's or if you like the topics i think we'll probably do a bit of both yeah actually in terms of next week's topic we're not 100 percent sure right now we're going to pop it on the facebook page um and kind of gather some responses of things that maybe you want to see or you want to see us discuss um we're thinking maybe a little nostalgic trip down memory lane we like a little nostalgic trip down memory lane it's our favorite um so yeah we're going to pop something on the facebook group but there will be a new topic next week so definitely check out that and keep 
suggesting stuff that you want us to chat about like anything if even if it's random it might help us come up with like ideas for topics or whatever so definitely join the facebook group with this, which is at home with lily and anna i think that I just made that up. <laughs> yes. at home with we'll put the link in the show notes um and just like right on the page like we're checking it all the time i love it it's so cute yeah. little community going on there we love your feedback and thank you so much for your questions thank you so much for listening um, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use and join that Facebook group. It's brilliant. It's all going on on there. I love reading the little reviews on the podcast app. I know, I saw that you, I, I saw that you did that. I want to go yeah. check them out. Thank you for it's leaving really nice. reviews. That's really, really, really kind. If you want to check us out on Instagram, I'm at Lily Pebbles. Anna is at Anna Edit. Um, and thank you so much to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. And yeah, tune in next Thursday for a new episode. We will speak to you then. Bye. Bye.